2: Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Uh, we got a lot to cover today. We've got a we had a solid episode, a roller coaster ride of andor to cover and a lot to dive into really here with, with some our news and notes in this one. <laughs> Uh, a lot to go through with our uh, news and notes here, too. So, uh, you know, get buckled in there, put your harness down, and let's get ready for the roller roller coaster. Uh, my name's Justin, one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts.
3: This is Josh, and Andor teaches us that, just like in the real world, world it's it's all about the money in Star Wars.
1: Uh, ain't that right? This is Kyle, and uh-huh. it, as always, it's all about the Benjamins. Everybody knows that.
2: It's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all about the Benjamins. It's, probably the, it's uh-huh. probably the Palpatine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: I feel a music drop coming on here.
1: Oh if only we didn't have the quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Um, we got a little bit of news and notes to cover here. Um, we do have some Star Wars Celebration news. Fan applications are now right. open through November 4th. So if you are attending Star Wars Celebration Europe, uh, you can enter for the cosplay competition, Hollow Net News, fan props, fan table, fan panel, and the crew. So get on the application page. Go ahead and get that done. Um, it's not that it's coming up; it's getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the celebration music no. anymore. Well, but we're not going nothing to, to so. celebrate. I'm not going out. <laughs> I'm not going. I it sucks. Yeah. Hope it sucks. To be fair, I service. wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be Just fair, I wish I was. Room, but uh, I am not, so um, yeah, so suck.: it. Yeah, Sad, sad face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Star Wars, Tales of the Jedi: Runtimes were released. Episode one. These are short. Episode yeah. one is 17 minutes, Two is 14, three, 13, four 15.:. The... Five, episode five is 10 minutes.: Ten and minutes long. And <laughs> episode six is 14 minutes long. So it's
1: like these are the some: whole short... Just
2: over an hour.: Yeah. It's crazy, and I I saw the first one. I saw the uh, Ahsoka one. You've already burned Ahsoka seventeen
1: one. minutes of the of the eighty two <laughs> or whatever minutes there are. I I it was
2: crazy. Like it didn't feel like it was that short when you were watching it, oh, but now that I'm seeing these runtimes, just... I was like, man, that was that was really short. That's crazy. So yeah, if you get um, a text
1: during episode five, you're gonna miss <laughs> half of it.
2: So don't blink. <laughs> don't look down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, I didn't get this into the notes because it's from today, not yesterday, when we put these together. But, um, breaking news, breaking news. Um, uh, at this, so they just, uh, they they announced in a press release the names of all the episodes and the directors and writers. Ooh. Would you like me to share? Yeah, rattle them off. Yeah. All right. So we got Life and Death, directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and written mm. by... Dave Filoni, uh, Justice, directed by Saul. That's a dream Saul. team right there. Yeah. Well, you're going to like the writing staff on, I think, most of these <laughs> here. So, uh, <laughs> Justice, directed by Saul Ruiz and written by uh, Dave Filoni.
1: I like it. Uh, Sounds
3: good. Uh, the Sith Lord, directed by, also directed by Saul Ruiz and written by Dave Filoni. Ooh, um, I Practice like Makes it. There's Perfect. a theme here. Practice Makes Perfect, directed by Saul Ruiz and written by, uh, you guessed it, Dave Filoni. Saul Ruiz Um, doing a lot of heavy lifting here. Yeah. Oh, he's not even done yet. Uh, Coda, directed by Saul Ruiz and written by Dave Filoni. So I don't actually know if these Mm. correspond to the episode numbers. Um, Ooh, okay. And then it says that too. It says, this, this, is, I made an this assumption. list is not indicative of what order the episodes will air in, but just presented in what order they appear in the press kit. Um, and then lastly, we have Choices, directed and written by Charles Murray and written by Elon Murray. Oh, did not. that?
1: What a curveball. No mm. Filoni. On that, that one, one. Wow. episode sounds like it might be trash. Sounds, just, like <laughs> sounds like it's one of the sounds like it's one of the not going so it's not one of the throw assemblies.
3: away <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice just kidding um yeah that's uh, that's interesting that the last
1: last couple are not i like my fans. man nathaniel villanueva getting in there right he's uh he's yeah just just one's some, not dave
3: all the other ones are dave
1: directed some classic clone <laughs> wars and rebels for sure. Uh Josh, do
2: you want to do you want to keep going through the rest of our news and notes here? We got like what, two more items on here?
3: Yeah, I actually have a, some more um, secret items as well. Oh, can't wait. From, from more breaking news.
2: This is a Josh heavy news
0: yeah, episode. It really yeah. is. This is yeah, uh, all the I'm coverage. I'm making up for bringing the, the heat. amount of stuff
3: I'm not going to say <laughs> later. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you guys remember the characters of the High Republic videos on the Star Wars YouTube from like the start of High Republic or like so. little character. Uh, th- Blurbs, so if you haven't whatever. watched them, you should, but they're, so they've, they've brought those back. Um, we already hmm. have two episodes. We have one for uh, Jedi Knight uh, Zala McCree. And then we also have one for uh, the path of the open hand, which is Ooh. an intriguing new faction of force believers who don't trust the use and manipulation of the force,
1: which I think, what was the tattoo? The second tattoo. The not the, uh, by the the by the hand crate head. The by the hand. Okay, by the, the, hand. By the hand. Lots by of the hands hand, yeah. coming into play here in the Star Wars universe lately. What is this, Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: I'm more I'm more uh, into the Foot Clan anyway, so I'm a Foot guy.
2: Totally different. Epi- you and oh Quentin man, that, that Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> episode was right up your alley then, wasn't it? <laughs> um,
3: mm. And so I think I think we might have met these uh, the Pathy the Open Hand folks in the comics. What's her name? The lady with the pink tentacles, who's a force user, comes from the planet. Oh, the it's High the, young, the young
1: person with the with the buddy who's runs off with the. With the yes. Nile. And yeah. she...
3: I th- want to say... Is her name like
1: Zine or something? Something like that. Something with a Z. Um,
3: I think she's in that one uh, High Republic book with the pop star too. Hmm. Midnight Horizon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Okay. So that's that. So check those out. They're really cool. They're informative. They're well made. Um, and They're pretty quick too. So... um. And then I have a couple of uh, Andor things. Um, Have you guys seen that the audience demand numbers show significant decline from previous Star Wars series?
1: I did not see that. People are not watching it as much, like lower ratings. Is that ultimately what we're saying here? uh,
3: I don't know if it's... So it's... I'm not exactly sure what these numbers mean because it says in this, it's like analytics for demand uh josh you're really coming
1: off half cocked with these stats here hey you know i don't know what that means right before we got started started (laughs) but
3: apparently like we're gonna have a better picture when the nielsen stuff comes in from Mm -hmm. the week of uh, andor's premiere but it looks i mean the way this data looks is that it has uh way lower demand than the mandalorian seasons one and two uh obi-wan and book of boba fett even um Hmm. Which is wild
1: because this show is so good. I Um, think I'm enjoying it probably more than all of them except The Mandalorian. But do
3: you know what this show? This show doesn't have a legacy lead. I know,
1: yeah.
3: No, well, but but Mandalorian didn't to start either. True. Um, but so no, no legacy lead character. I mean, Cassian Andrews has been in one movie, but he's not Boba Fett, and he's not Obi-Wan. And Mando, I think, rode off of having a little Yoda and being the first live-action Star Wars thing ever put on mm. Disney+. Plus. So, um, And then adding a million other really cool things. But I don't know. I hope that... Uh, maybe it's just not bringing in the casuals. I... I don't know. It's weird. I don't know.
1: I, I mean, I, I guess the Mandalorian, like, on paper is sexy. There, There's the armor. There's the flying around in ships and space battles and Baby Yoda, which is, like, the most whatever commercialized thing in the last 10 years. Uh, but I think Mandalorian, or I think Andor is just so good. It's just so interesting. And I, I don't know. I, I'm really enjoying it. But I I could see where maybe it's not as appealing to someone who's not deep into Star Wars, perhaps.
3: Yeah. Oh, so I Mm. guess that this... um, Oh, I'm sorry. I should have said this at the beginning. So these analytics are aggregate measures of the number of downloads, news coverage, social media, and even piracy on a specific series. So it might might not mean that less people are watching it, but it might mean that maybe there's less online buzz Hmm. good or bad which (laughs) if it's a really good series might have a lot less buzz because there's less fandom menace people complaining about stuff and
1: with like the Mandalorian there was just you couldn't turn your head without seeing baby Yoda something 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 for years probably and when it comes back it'll probably be more of it
3: yeah, I can't wait.
1: Yep, yep. Um,
3: and then uh, one last thing about Andor. So Tony Gilroy has indicated that the seventh episode of the series is very interesting when compared to the others. Uh, he didn't give us plot details uh, about what sets that episode apart. But he did say that um, the, the eighth, ninth, and tenth episodes in the series form the third arc, and the eleventh and twelfth episodes serve as the finale. Um and oh, so, so like the seventh episode a... is like self-contained. Yeah. So we'll hmm. see. Interesting. Maybe, maybe that's the episode that Ahsoka shows up in. Probably. That's the godfather
2: uh, way to get her in there somewhere. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, it, it, I tell you what the um, the amount of twists and turns in episode six that I was not expecting uh, really kind of kicked the door for this show wide open as far as. You can't trust anybody in any one of these characters at any time because there was a lot of, um, I don't know, like just misdirection and things going on in this episode that I was not expecting. So, uh, it's a nice, it's nice to see. And I, I can see, Josh, to your point, talking about those numbers. I mean, there's a lot of people out there, heaven forbid, I don't know why, that did not enjoy Rogue One, um, as a movie. So for them, they go, I have no interest in Andor, and I don't want to watch it. But I think you're really missing out on on a big chunk of Star Wars if you're poo pooing Andor. And I'm sure Rogue there's One. a
1: collection of people that if there's no Sith or Jedi, they're not that into it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I teach they like the magic side I'm not going to yuck your yum, but I'm I'm into it. I think it's awesome. Yeah.
3: Agreed. I, I'll say, like uh, coming out of Rogue One, like I enjoyed Rogue One, but out of all of the characters that we meet in Rogue One, uh
1: oh, I, I would wasn't say, dying for more Cassian content. Yeah, Cassian was sure. not
3: the one I wanted a prequel series on, if if anything. It's working. Um but I will <laughs> I will give any Star Wars content a try. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna just yeah. yeah say no, you know. I lived through those years where we didn't have anything but books, man. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Damn years. Um, taking mean, things for granted out here.
2: And and Kyle, you're right. I mean, it's uh, it, it is working. I don't yeah, know what it is. It's to, working. No, like, they, it, that's why
1: i been like, I would have been. Let's get a Sagarera series. Maybe even a Jen Urso series. What was she doing between? When she left Saw and when she hooked up with Cassian, uh, it was just right. even Mon Mothma. What was she doing this whole time building? The, which I mean, this, she's involved in this, but Cassian was not anywhere in my top like three, four, five people I needed mm-hmm. to know more about. But I'm loving it. Yeah.
3: N- not to mention a Cassian series that is before K Two S O,
1: which he's yeah. going to show K-2SO up. K Two S-O S O was oh well, no, I
3: know, but this whole first season you yeah. know he's not part of the the you know the forecast here huge yeah. alan
1: tudyk fan in general over here yeah same
2: well let's uh let's like dive into in let's, ah, let's nope, dive a feather, into episode feather. six feather. Uh, no, on a wind. titled
3: right. oh i was right i thought it was <laughs> feather
1: mm-hmm. no sorry fire no, this no, is see, a firefly podcast now like a leaf on a wind uh,
3: remember that time that never mind someone was really mad at me
1: because they told an author that they weren't into fly- firefly while they were on Ooh. the
3: show, remember that.
1: Oh, you Ooh. told did, you said Chris wasn't into it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to not name names. That's yeah. Cool. I told, I told yeah. Delilah Dawson that uh, that he wasn't. Uh, well, he told us it. that, so I mean, f- yeah. fair game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Well, it,
2: though. let's uh, let's let's dive into Andor here, episode six, uh, it's a heart-breaker. titled. Guess yeah, titled in the Andor.
1: Eye. We need the this that's was, uh, the recording we need. That's that could be the oh yeah of the Andor <laughs> series.
3: All my gravelly voices sound the same though. <laughs> that's okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Um this was the theme music for episode six. Um it was a little bit more melancholy, I guess. You could say that. i Love it. The strings in the background quite nice it's quite nice but yeah we get into um we finally (laughs) finally get to the heist here we finally get to the the heist um
1: we finally get to it uh we get i was looking forward to that light show situation i forget what they call it actually but um the eye yeah it was very sick (laughs) the name of the episode and i would like to go whatever i would like to go see that (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's, I, I got to say, that's like one of the most beautiful things I think it I've seen in Star dope. Wars. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, really, really cool. Like, I don't know, meteor shower, uh, I guess. Of I've sorts, seen people worship dumber things than that. So, whatever. <laughs> those, they were loud, too. As sure. They, like, come crashing over top. They were... Seems about right. Hella loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, a good episode. we get into... We get some new characters here. We get uh, Biaz. Uh, what is his name? We get every um, new character in this
1: episode except yeah. for the Doctor was a turd.
2: We get uh, Commandant J Hold <laughs> Biaz, uh, who's played by Stanley Townsend. Uh, you get Colonel Pettigar, who's played by Huge Richard turd. Katz. Uh, Robota Biaz, played by Michelle Duncan. Uh, Leonard association. Leonard Biaz, played by Alfie Todd. And uh, Doctor Quadpa, played by Aiden Cook, name uh, cool character, and you get to hear some lines from Doctor C minus
1: <laughs> Doctor Quadpa in general. Pretty cool. I'm going to give him at least an A minus, maybe B plus. Maybe at the it's worst.
3: a maybe it's a nickname.
1: I, you know what? <laughs> they call me Quadpa because I got my four hands. Like <laughs> it's right, right on the nose. Um, little little I, obvious, but okay. <laughs> I did love the practicality
2: of what they, how they created him, though, with the four arms. It looked like somebody standing behind him with their arms around the front, like you would I'm see I'm in the I'm pretty um, sure I read on the Twitter that's show. exactly
1: what it was. <laughs> yeah, like it's super cool to see that. Like, oh, hey, here, we can do this in an easy way. Let's just give him and, four arms. I mean, here, if you're, you're going to go to him. a surgeon, especially a top secret surgeon that's not right. going to have a hospital full of people, you might as well get one with a couple extra limbs
2: yeah uh unfortunately though i think nemec's injuries oh, oh, were yeah. beyond fixable at that point it seemed okay like um, he, got,
1: he just got squished by a by a box of coins by he got squished by thousand pounds of he gets. Credit. Credit. he did get crushed by capitalism didn't he i mean <laughs> the, the metaphor was a little that on the nose <laughs> <laughs> but it was
2: very on yeah. the nose
1: <laughs> um you know, but if somebody, if it was going to be
2: happy to happen to somebody, it wasn't Nemec that you wanted it to happen kind of to. could been guy, no. Well, um, I mean, really,
1: and, very few people got out of here alive. And the yeah, one so, of the three people that did, they left behind. I hope they go back for that poor sweet girl that's just hiding Sinta. amongst. Oh, Sinta? In the, yeah, in the I figured they are going to there.
2: Yeah. Um, we lost Gorn, I think. Although it looks like he got clipped in the shoulder. On the hit, it looked very similar to what we saw, and we were questioning whether or not
1: I thought he I forget was... forget what show it was, I, but uh, what senator uh, the what's his uh, name the chubby uh, tweelex senator is that what you are talking about who got yes, sniped and then it, somehow thank was you. perfectly fine yeah he fine. got sniped and yeah what is his dang name <laughs> um, Ornfree Totno
2: no it wasn't orn but it was the same whatever um some turd yeah, senator. yeah same
1: same species. Terrible yeah Twi'lek. He,
2: um, but yeah he w- apparently like was alive.
1: Right, but and got clipped it's, in the shoulder. They all, so here they again, we see pretty dead to me. But we'll see. Maybe one of them pulls through. You're
3: right. It was Orn-Free
1: Todd. Nailed it. Was it? Oh, yeah. nice. The Clone Wars guy. Look at me. <laughs> uh, Gorn apparently
2: got clipped in the mission. We don't know about him yet. Tamron definitely got clipped in this mission. Um, Nemec kind of got <sighs> injured in the mission, but then died post-mission. Really so do you count down. that as oh, yeah. part of he the went, mission? He went
1: down. That was okay. I mean. Okay. He died on the table, um, and then
2: Skeen was post-mission because they had that gotten Skeen out. That whole interaction
1: was wild to me. I didn't really get it. Oh, that was a hell of a twist. Um, I can't believe he. just... yeah, so we man, whatever. We'll get to that. I guess <laughs> we lost
2: four people. Uh, at least we think four people. We don't know about Gorn yet, but we we definitely lost Tamron. What do we Tamek think about Gorn? What,
1: what's the what's the vote before we get to subsequent episodes? He's dead, or he's going to pull through and get. Interrogated slash tortured slash made example of I'm
2: honestly I'm kind of hoping he gets captured and is still alive because then my prediction on last week's show is <laughs> kind of right. I got the one captured, the one died during the mission. The other two really kind of made it out, and then they mm, died afterwards, reaching. but I'm partially i'll, give you Skeen. Right. I'll, I'll take, Skeen was he was unrelated <laughs>
1: to the mission, but Nemec
2: that was Skeen was unrelated, related.
1: yes. nemick um you know that was as a you result, get one of those med spikes in you, and apparently you can run through that brick walls. Sc- yeah, I mean he was doing okay there for a minute, but it was not a lifesaver. He needed some backup. Yeah, no, um, but yeah, it's Josh, um, what do you this think? This
2: episode was.
3: I hope that one of them survived and is captured, so Star Wars wasn't like, "Hey, let's kill both the black dudes." <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's not a
1: great Good look, point. I guess. The female of color did live.
3: But they left her behind.
1: Yeah, I thought she was on a suicide mission, actually, when... Uh, I was
3: really glad that they showed her walking out and, yeah. like, escaping.
1: Because they had that heart-to-heart moment where she's like, are you okay? Tell me you're okay. And she said, I'm fine. And she made her leave her there. I thought she knew that it was her job to go down with the ship. Yeah. But I was glad to see her Um spoke. There was great little, like, um,
2: nuances in this show... Uh, you know Cassian in the beginning like just sitting on the rock like holding his coat shut because it doesn't Mm -hmm. fit him and this is uh, like everybody else's
1: armor yeah yeah,
2: Yeah. like everybody else's coat fit them because they'd been there for months and they'd been prepped and ready here he's got this like here just throw this on and he's like trying to hold it closed and he's cold Um, little things
1: like that were cool to pick up on Um, and we found out they just dropped that old boy was a stormtrooper there's like a lot going on there. He's a defected Oh, you said t- Tamron? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I feel like there's way more story there that we never got. That'll be the next, yeah, that'll be do, the spinoff um, show to the spinoff show of the movie, the I anthology movie. <laughs> yeah. We get, uh, we get a little story
2: from Skeen that, um, Gorn is apparently a stormtrooper now. No, not Gorn. Or, sorry, Tamron. There we go. Uh, Tamron's a stormtrooper. And, um, where do I have that audio here? Hold on.
0: Let's pick it up.
4: Falling behind. He likes giving orders, doesn't he? Makes sense, right? What do you mean? They didn't tell you, did they? It's like I he gotta He was a
1: stormtrooper. This a real dramatic, positive really? scheme. Pick it up. It Should
4: have been here when Santa found They slaughtered our whole family.
2: Um, take that with a grain of salt, coming from Skeen, because apparently kind of the reliable, dude just lies. Yeah. He's not a very reliable source. Um, he didn't even have a brother. <laughs> Although um, there, there, there's knows? the
3: argument that he might have been like, I never, I didn't have a brother because. He had a brother, but he's trying to move past or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think maybe he's just lying. I, I
1: felt he was like just lying. It, I, I felt it less on the second viewing, but I couldn't tell if that was just because I know how it already played out. But I still wasn't sure that Skeen wasn't testing Andor still because he still doesn't trust him because that's like sort of his nature and like now is this guy gonna try and take this money and run is he willing to do that I I I could have seen it still being a test and then and then why did why did Cassian feel like he had to kill him too he couldn't just say no and then tell like I mean it's just the three of them there I I don't know it seemed like so he didn't even
2: he didn't even really let him finish with He's like, oh, there's a moon eight parsecs from here. We could go. And yeah, he just, you know, just, quick just, and then the he just popped there. him off. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, is that maybe Cassian's disdain for this dude who, for, you know, based on what they just went through and trying to get out of there? This guy's proposing to just take the money and run. And he's like, look, you know, and, and even at the end, when he goes to make the deal with, um, vel he just he's like look i just want here here's the kyber crystal back i'll give you 30,000 for the ship that's over there i just want out of here mm-hmm. that's it like he didn't want any of the money
1: he didn't want any of the no he, he wanted his job cut. he took his cut yeah that's he, what he said yeah, and so that's cut, like a weird line for me to draw like i don't know like my predetermined amount they were going to pay for me to do this job is fine but you taking a cut of it and running off after the job, I'm going to kill you for it because that's absurd. Like, that's a right. pretty weird moral stance to take, in my opinion. Not that I, Skeen, was a slime ball for sure, assuming, assuming that was all a lie to get in with that team and then try to take some money at the end, which again, that seems like a reach to me because what if they did all survive? He was going to, what, steal that money from the whole crew, or then he was going to stay with them after the, It doesn't... Yeah, I'm having trouble of those things lining like, that all up, but I, I don't know. It just... It doesn't... Like, did he just do
2: it because the opportunity presented itself to do it, right? Like, maybe. you've got Vel, you've got Cassian, And then at that you don't point, really who is
1: Cassian to be like... Judge, jury, and executioner over that too. Like this whole thing, <laughs> right, this right. whole thing fell apart. There's three of us left. Let's take our money and run. And Cassian, who only agreed to do the job for money and wanted to run afterwards anyway to begin with, decides to right. kill him over it. I don't know. That seems Cassian's the protagonist, and I don't hate him over it, but it seems definitely morally ambiguous. Yep. No, yeah, it, it was a weird. Mm-hmm. It was a
2: weird thing to do but you know again is like was maybe he playing the long game like hey we're gonna get this money and then maybe down the road an opportunity will prevent present itself then i'll take that chance but right now like at least i'm gonna get paid for it um you know i don't know i don't know what his mo was i, I think he just saw the opportunity nemix hurt Vell's obviously like struggling here Cassian's the only one I gotta worry about if I can bribe him into stealing the money with me then we're good uh, so I don't know I don't know what his MO I mean, was. yeah, maybe, um, maybe
1: that was just he was feeling down in the moment and people I mean I could justify maybe why he made that decision then but I don't I think Cassian's yeah. reaction was hard for me let to me, understand let me, play that little, let me play that little bit of dialogue here and let's see
2: his tone his uh, intonation here
4: you wanna guess how much is in there
2: Lots. Eight, eight million. <laughs> a lot of poker
4: chips. 80 million, give or take. What'd That's you tell me? That's a lot. You want to win and walk away. Well... 40 million apiece.
2: And he was going to what, 200,000.
4: See, I can't fly the trawler, but I do have a safe place we can hole up. Between the two of us, we could be the winners here. It's an our rebellion for you. Oh, I'm a rebel. It's just uh, love the music too. Against everybody else. Where would that put me? Forty million credits is enough for me to forget all about you.
0: Your brother, with the orchard?
4: I don't have a brother. So just leave them here. Don't play the high mind with me. You're not here to save anybody but yourself. I saw the first minute you came into camp. You're just like me. We were born in the hole and all we know is climbing over somebody else to get out. Hmm. There's a moon 8 parsecs from here with nobody home. Put that thing down. Catch our breath. Split up the winnings.
1: Pop. Oh, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. I, th- I, still, I still feel like it is very, very easy to interpret that whole thing as skiing, testing, Andor And trying to find a reason to kill him or run him off or kick him out or expose him or whatever cuz that's what he's been trying to do the entire time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a hard read. Um Well, we'll never know have because pr- Cassian killed him. It's mean, true. So <laughs> I mean,
2: I I can go back though to when they're when they first get the confrontation from Kimsey and the other the troopers that find him though. Right, and Kimsey kind of puts together, "Hey, wait, this is now this is a robbery like This is not, this isn't right. And they start shooting, right? Mm -hmm. Gorn had given Skeen a DLT-19, which is a fully automatic weapon. And he uses single fire to basically provide cover to Gorn. Is that a conscious choice that he goes, "Mm, I'm only going to give him enough cover, you know, like, Once in a while, but like pretend I'm like covering him, but not actually when he could have put it on full auto and held every one of those troopers down.
1: That also seems like that was likely just a mistake and the people making it weren't sure that that was a fully automatic weapon.
2: That could be. I don't know.
3: Are you the guy that waited in line to ask Harrison Ford about his blaster and then he told you to go to hell? That's what you sound like. (laughs) Yep.
2: Yep. That was me. You caught me. I don't know and I don't (laughs) care,
3: kid.
0: Were
1: you a force ghost?
2: It's, uh, but it has, you know, it has like a, a, a fully automatic function on it. And we've seen it in star Wars before and it, it's like,
1: well, okay. Did he not know that that was a thing or was it a conscious choice? that I'm going to say there's a hundred percent. No way. That's a plot point because now the only person that could answer for it is dead. They killed him is dead. Right. Yeah, like, so. so, you know,
2: no backstory could have been a lie choice of, of, Fire selection on the DLT nineteen could have been part of it. The Tamron story could have been part of it. Going back to the previous episode where he's like, Well, Vel told me to look through your stuff. Did Vel really tell you to look through the stuff? Or was that you? And sizing up Cassian for your like, hey, I'm I'm in this too as a merc, but now I've got another guy I gotta deal with that's taken part of this cut. So I don't know. I don't know. This
1: all feels like we're justifying in hindsight. It's all okay that Cassian killed this guy. To me, it was definitely ambiguous enough that the takeaway is uh, Cassian is making not necessarily good guy calls.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you too because I think to to your point, Skeen kind of genu- gen- genuinely had feelings about Nemec as well and cared for the kid mm-hmm. and understood his cause even though he didn't go to
1: the doctor to try and save the kid
2: yes yep like so i can i can see where you're saying like it is kind of ambiguous and is like did cassian make the right call and i love that they write it that way and intentionally put that into our heads well because a purely
1: good person on paper would have stopped him and gotten vel and told her and like made him answer for this and like you don't just murder someone and run because they whatever mm-hmm. i don't know right right well speaking of
2: mercs and their role in the rebellion nemec had uh, an interesting take on this that he discussed in the beginning
0: i couldn't sleep it's natural i need to be at my best
4: don't worry. The excitement will kick in.
0: Struggling to understand why my faith doesn't calm me. I believe in something. Why am I so unsettled? I mean, you have nothing. You sleep like a stone. I write when I can't sleep. I wrote about you last night? Not you specifically. Not Clem. No, I'm assuming that's not your real name anyway. The role of mercenaries in the galactic struggle for freedom. My conclusion is simple. Weapons are tools. Those that use them are, by extension, functional assets that we must use to our best advantage. The Empire has no moral boundaries. Why should we not take hold of every chance we can? Let them see how an insurgency adapts. Well, you have right. The Empire doesn't play by the rules. And how am I wrong? They don't care enough
4: to learn. They don't have to. You mean nothing to them.
0: Perhaps I'll think differently tomorrow. Hmm. Be careful what you wish for. So you think it's hopeless, do you? Freedom, independence, justice. We should just submit and be thankful. Just take what we're given. Do I look thankful to you? No. But I'm glad that you're here. No matter what the reason. Don't
4: worry. You'll be fine. You'll sleep when it's done.
1: Mm. <laughs> You'll sleep when it's done. That hurts the second time you watch it.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Cassian's point on this is a guy who's been in the f- doing this for a long time. He's like, they don't you can adapt, you can do whatever you want, but they don't care because they're just gonna do what they're doing on um, what was the first planet we were on? Uh, shoot. Alani which is or now or under something. Yeah. Yeah. It's now
1: under Imperial. Well, oh yeah, there you go. Farrants. Yeah. The, the, the yeah, reality farrants, is they're uh, both right. Um, Because Cassian's right. If you stand up to them, they're going to hunt you down and chase you and try to kill you. And we know that's true. And Nemec is also Mm -hmm. right, we have to stand up and fight for freedom, and it is possible, which we also know is true, because it happens, that's like the main Mm -hmm. story in the first three movies, if you haven't seen them. And they they
2: do notice it, as evidenced at the end of this episode, when everybody apparently on Coruscant reads this news about this large chunk of
1: payroll that apparently got heisted uh, from the empire. Well, that was uh, all of the senators reading it, which implies that it was all over the entire galaxy. I think, Mm -hmm. which how trippy was that to see the Senate room
2: that empty compared to what we saw it, you know, in episode one, when it's a full room and all of those little discs are Mm -hmm. full of people. And there's like, Four to six people in every one of these things. Um, well, at that and the time, room I think the government filled. mattered a little bit, and now it's like a, all mm-hmm. a farce. So exactly, yeah. I, it it was just uh um, there was only one person on like that center stand um in the middle, like where the emperor normally was with with uh, Masamita and I can't remember the other one's name um uh various turds and bootlickers. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it was just interesting to see it empty they all have the imperial logo on them now the little discs everybody's like oh hey this robbery happened let's go and they just like left the meeting and mothma's like wait where's everybody going what is happening and like pulls up the little the little tablet and starts looking at it like oh my goodness it worked um and then even uh luthan back in the shop Mm -hmm. he's he's got the update and he's Excited and happy that they now have a bunch of credits.
1: Apparently, well, he thinks um, he's happy until he finds out his whole crew <laughs> is gone except for Vel. Yeah. Oh, well, Cinta's there. Cinta's still around. We hopefully think. she's living amongst hopefully. the Imperials, hiding in a like an officer's uniform on the base, mm-hmm. hoping no one finds her out. Yep. Which, um, unless she killed that whole room full of people, they all know her. So she better get out of there quick. Yeah, yep. Um, which is
2: very interesting too, because the ship that they used for the heist was it, on a rail, right? And they had to like launch it from a mm-hmm. rail. But apparently, once it's off the planet and on another planet, you don't need the rail anymore.
1: Well, I think that it. rail system was just a matter of getting it out of that particular hangar because it was like underground uh, and it was gotcha. like a shoot out because you. I gotcha. Yeah, I follow.
2: I got you. Speaking of piloting that thing, though, I have to play this one because this was my favorite part of this episode when they're having to fly through the eye. (laughs) Yeah, Um, It's (laughs) the climb! (laughs) (laughs) When he's uh, trying to help do this and he's paralyzed at this point, Um, Vel stuck him with a med... What'd she call it? A med... Med spike? Med spike? So just hooked him up with a shot of adrenaline to get him through yeah, this. That's very thing. pulp fiction. Um, but the music here, the color with the eye going on behind him, the whole Tie Fighter scene—just an epic, epic scene.
0: Climb, climb, look at the window. Climb, move, climb now. What did you give him?
4: Here. I don't have the
0: speed to make it. And now you want me to climb? Climb. <laughs>
2: i get goosebumps just hearing that scene um (laughs) the dude is just in an immense amount of pain and he's still pushing through to do this absolute hero uh in this episode and for the rebellion absolute hero um but that whole scene just where you see the the You know, the Alcani, what is it? The Alcani Air Base and the pilots running across the scaffolding to go in through the Mm -hmm. top. We saw that in Rebels. Um, Yeah. To see that in live action. From like
1: the catwalk.
2: Yep. They get in, they flick the switches, they cue everything up. Uh, You can see the eye going on in the sky outside the hangar behind them. Just a fun scene. It was cool to see how his technology, the old navigational tool, Still working fine. Was able to get them through. Whereas the tie fight, tie pilots and the tie fighters are like nothing's working. We have no Every idea. What's piece going of on. their
1: plan worked exceptionally well. They just yeah. There was the one guy heard him on the radio and brought the squad down, and there was the shootout. And otherwise, everything went exactly perfectly. All their tech worked. They got in where they were supposed to. The kidnapping and stuff all went very smoothly. Uh, it went off without a hitch right up until. Oh, what's his name? Heard him on the radio. Which I wasn't a hundred percent clear on how that gap in their plan happened. Like what did what did they not account for or what went wrong uh that he was able to I, hear that, but
2: I thought the box got fried or something, like it shorted out or something. Maybe that was just the box she put on the he. thing. I, yeah, I don't know. Um I don't you're right. Don't it did exactly seem how kinda like happened, wait, how's right. he picking this up now? Yeah. Um, but the climb climb that Nemec is yelling similar to K2 and Rogue One telling Jin and Cassian to climb oh, yeah. to get out of the uh, out. the vault super super cool both of their um, dying words yep both of their dying words super cool to hear
1: uh, uh, just a this
2: episode was crazy.
1: Um, yeah, there's not. I don't feel like there's as much to talk about as the last episode because so much of it was just action uh, and it just kind of unfolded and it looked really nice. Uh, but, yeah. man, it was sure was sad. I wonder, like, are we going to get more Vel or are we, have we moved on from her and now we're going to follow Cassian on to the next story arcs and we're done with her? I, I, I liked that character um, and I'd like to know what happened to... Uh, the last one that was left behind there, but I don't know if that's in the cards. So based on what Josh
2: was was kind of reading to us in the notes in the beginning for the news, with Tony Gilroy saying the seventh episode is quote very interesting, do we think we go a completely different direction and it's not even concerning Cassian or anything
1: else going on with the characters that we've already seen? I'd be surprised if Cassian wasn't in it, but I'm. Unless it's a in between where he's like figuring out what he's going to do on the way to whatever happens next, I expect it to be like probably a flashback of something.
3: Oh, it could be a flashback. I'd say it could be an episode that's just about all Maybe this is old. when we
1: find out what happened to his sister. Oh, that, that ooh, yeah.
3: that's yeah. Let's mm-hmm. let's see where his sister is now. they they've been sitting that's... on
1: that for a while. Yeah. Since talking the first like a Clone
2: a Clone Wars flashback that far back, maybe.
1: Something. I don't know. I mean, I'm spitballing, mm-hmm. but it seems like Vel's definitely not going to be in this next episode. And then it sounds like there's a three-episode arc and a two-episode arc to finish it up. Right. So is this... It's like a standalone. Are the leftovers of this crew we know about going to be involved in either one of those three- or two-episode pieces I think obviously we've got to get – um, <coughs> what's his name that was fired from the um, private security firm that went to live with his mom? I can't remember his name, but he's obviously going to – Kyle. Pop. <laughs> Obvi- is that really his name? No, that's well, the that's actor's his, name. That's his real name. His that's name. that's, that's, not, that's name. not his – yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's gonna obviously be popping back up to chase down cassian and we're gonna get more of those isb agents hunt figuring out the rebellion and stuff but um i wonder what cassian's side of the story is gonna be moving forward i think luthan's probably yeah. gonna be involved some more but i wonder about vel and and those people
2: yeah uh i'll dive into uh Three questions here, so my first one was really on Gorn, which we kind of talked about earlier. Do we think that Gorn is alive? I think melee, he's toast or is he he toast
1: Kyle's on the I think toast he's roasted, panel. toasted burnt to a crisp
2: he's on the uh I'm hungry for breakfast he's a piece of toast Josh, what about you?
3: yeah, I think so too i'm i mean i'm we won't know until uh, well maybe we won't know for a while, but um. Yeah, it seemed like they were dead. Gorn. Okay.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the he's captured. I'm probably wrong, but that's all right. I'll stick okay. to my, my initial, my initial guess. So, question two: Now that Cassian has Nemec's manifesto that Vel gave him in the trade off mm-hmm. at the end, do we think he reads that right away, or do we think it sits for some time and he comes back to it uh, later on, or maybe after another event? Or something similar like this causes him to, you know, find it again and go, oh, hey, that's Nemec's manifesto. Let me read it. Or do we think he just hands it off to to somebody else and says,
1: here, this was Nemec's, like Luthen? I think he he's hands definitely it to Nemec and says it. this was Luthen's. Uh, probably yeah. not this next episode, but I think he'll read it this season. That's my yeah, guess. Yeah, I think
3: that. I think it wouldn't surprise me if his book, if the manifesto is part of what. Uh, you know, kind of actually.
1: Well, yeah, I think that's the writing him. on the wall.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's uh, now him that it's worth the. For. Yeah, so now that the rebels are eighty million richer, what are we spending the credits on? X wings. <laughs> we buy an X wings.
1: We buy in some Y wings. We go on shopping. X wings and uh, like whatever uh goofy kind of penis looking helmets you gotta get some of those <laughs> the rebels be wearing like the um, long white yeah. l- l- slope rebel yeah, th- th- those were helmet. those probably yeah. were those rebels i mean they were rebels but those were probably like uh alderanian well they were on um yeah uh, their uniforms or something <laughs> i don't know um
2: well they were on they were on yavin too right they yeah, they had those dumb were, helmets there They were on Yavin too,
1: Four at yeah, the end so. there, so yeah, they probably got to get some of uh, some of those outfits there. <laughs> and the one guy wearing the ball cap, uh, a <laughs> he's of, wearing like literally like set the, of binoculars. To yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, the guy with the uh, the guy that's standing up in the crows that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. with the gun that just goes like this, all that stuff. Got to mm. get all that stuff. Yep, yep, got to get the equipment. So, uh, what? Anything else that you guys liked about this episode that stood out? Anything that you you didn't enjoy about this episode? Um, or anything about the show, six episodes in so far? We have so far gotten our first sex
3: scene in Star Wars. I'm doing right. air quotes. We got <laughs> uh some like light nudity um and some swears. I know where and we now we're now with this We got our first pee
2: <laughs> yeah, we there did it was a pee. <laughs> There was Hey, mate, league. you got to go. You got to go. Um, fortunately for that guy, he's got a lot of soft goods. So it's like easy to get. Not, like, stormtroopers not that hard have to all take a leak in that. Plastoid. No, right. But <laughs> stormtroopers have all armor on. And you're just, speaking from experience, there's no way to get, <laughs> to get out of it quickly. So, um, yeah, if you're. Uh, I, I can't imagine those guys. That are stormtroopers are working like eight-hour shifts, like uh, <laughs> do they, they get standard they have,
1: breaks or they have Imperial issued adult diapers that they wear underneath. Oh,
2: there you go. Like a bag, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the the Empire like
1: doesn't give you bathroom breaks.
2: <laughs> no. <obviously. laughs> Shoot, the whole cookie thing was a lie, man. They don't even give you cookies. Yeah, That's cool. terrible. Uh speaking of which, though, so if you're in the I'm gonna drop this, if you're in the Columbus area on uh December Ohio, first weekend, not December, Georgia. Yeah, Columbus, Ohio area listening area. The weekend of December third and fourth. We broadcast the show Galaxy everywhere, Con. though. Not just yes. Locally. Galaxy Con will be going on in Columbus. I will be there. I'm working the five zero first booth. So if you're a listener and you're in the Columbus area, stop on by and say hi.
1: I'm thinking about coming up to that actually because oh, cool. the Clone Wars Tweet. trio are going to be there. I saw and I that need Ashley two of those autographs
2: Ashley, still. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes. So I will be there. I'm working. I think the booth on Friday night and on Sunday morning. So, but uh, yeah, stop on by. Say hi to me. Kyle's there. You can so, say like, hi uh, to Kyle. First I'm weekend in December, around. right? Yep. Yep. Third and fourth. Yeah. Second, third, and fourth. Yes. Cool. But yeah, uh, I'm
1: planning on coming up.
2: Stop on by. Stop on by. So, uh, anything else on this episode you guys want
1: to cover? Other than Josh talking about people peeing,
3: who are the Clone Wars three?
1: Um, Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi Wan. Gee,
3: that's very disrespectful to D. Bradley Baker.
2: Oh, he's he like the Clone sorry, Wars. Sorry, D. He's he like the Clone Wars thousand.
1: He doesn't travel in their circle with them, though. They do a whole thing together.
0: Hmm.
2: Wonder where that is. Mm, I like Sam better. Probably because he's too busy.
1: Mm. He does, in addition to 1,000 Star Wars voices, he also does 5,000 other non-Star Wars voices. So, very true. He's a busy man. I also so think maybe he doesn't like public appearances that much.
3: That's I I I feel like we heard something along those lines from. That's a bit of the
1: impression I got ex- from him, yeah. but that could be.
2: All right. Well, if nobody has anything else on. And or episode six, the eye. We can uh, wrap this up and we'll get on out of here. Eye
1: of the storm.
4: You're all clear, kid. Now let's walk it saying, go home. <laughs>
2: That was our recap of Andor, Episode 6, The Eye. Uh hope you guys enjoyed it. Um again, we you know, there wasn't a lot of audio in this week's episode. We had more, I think, last week than anything. Um so not a lot to pull in. There's some nice little one-liners in there, but uh overall I didn't uh didn't grab a ton, so Anyway, you can find us uh, anywhere on social media Outer Rim Beacon, um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us, outerimbeacon at gmail.com. My name is Justin. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheVendu. Where are they going to find you guys at?
3: This is Josh. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Battle of Tanab.
1: This is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on Twitter and Instagram and probably whatever else. And the Cash App and all yeah, those definitely other ones that definitely Venmo yeah. uh, and Xbox, or whatever. But send me some money. <laughs>
2: if, you're, uh, a rebel in and you, if you're a rebel and you just got some of that uh, 80 million credits, Kyle could use a little yeah, bit of that. No so joke. throw some his way. Financing <laughs> tattoos oh. and autographs and all kinds of stuff. Send make, me cash. make his day. So Anyway, uh, get out there, do something Star Wars y. Um, as always, may the force be with you.
1: Always for light and life